Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? I want to remind you about a couple of things down in the podcast description before we get started. Yes, yes, this is the time to hit follow and subscribe, and we'll see you Wednesday, Thursday of each week. Uh, Meanwhile, I have been having a lot of fun creating visualization meditations from my heart for you, uh, and I decided I wanted to gift you a couple of mini meditations because sometimes there's not enough time in the day, and I want to remind you that there is. So I have one on parenting one for fertility, and soon there's going to be one for your business, work, creating path. I have had so much fun, so I hope you enjoy them as much as I enjoyed making them. I also put a thank you button down below there, and that's just to remind us to keep going, that you want to support the show, or whatever your reason is, and we put up a collage of all of you who we're thankful for on the ninth of each month up on social media, uh, and Instagram, and uh, maybe even TikTok. We'll see if we can figure that out. All right, let's jump in. Okay, here we are, and wow, where did the time go, right? <laughs> it is, excuse me, flying by. Christmas and, and uh, Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know, and, and many, many other traditions uh, are bubbling around, and I will focus on solstice, which is coming up, and again, coming back to the light, the light will shift, I think about, oh my gosh, Newgrange in Ireland, and the incredible ritual of light that comes through those stones and remind us, reminds us of the coming of the light at this time. I was lucky enough to be there not long ago. Well, fairly long ago, <laughs> but it still shines in my mind at this time of year. You know, we've got the lights on our trees to remind us of the old traditions of the festival of lights. If you have a tree, maybe you don't. Uh, I love having lights, <laughs> regardless of what I believe in. Uh, I like having lights and a tree. It reminds me of a particular time of year. Anyway, here we are, and I just can't say enough about how thankful I am for you all, you, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for subscribing and following and being here on occasion or all the time. You are uh, my community, and while life changes all the time. We have this place to touch in on together, in with together, and uh, I'm thankful for that. All right. Well, today we are talking about living in the present. You know, the present of presence. The presence, the present of presence. <laughs> and I, I guess moving towards that time of year, uh, I'm wondering, you know, how things are in that realm for you. Do you find yourself reflecting back or are you in this moment? I find for myself that there has been a very big practice coming into play this year, especially or in the last years since things were kind of massively shifting in the world because there was the how things were and how things are 
there's the beauty of that, the frustration of that, you know, and seeing old friends, seeing new friends, being reminded of the, the space that we would like to provide for others and ourselves and, you know, the person that I was, the person that I am, what I love about that and I don't. So I'm, I'm curious for you in this, just taking a moment, what's there for you? When you think back, are you thinking longingly or are you thinking, phew, here we are? <laughs> I, I'm so curious if you take inventory on that for just a moment, what is there? And do these rituals at this time of year, do you have rituals of, you know, giving to auctions? You know, we've got our school auction going on that, well, it's just wrapping up. Maybe it just wrapped up, actually. Uh, and, uh, you know, then there's family gathering, do you give or do you give in a different way? Do you go and volunteer? Uh, did you used to, but now you find yourself overwhelmed and the idea of that is not something that you can do, but you can do other things that matter to you. The other day we were getting gas in Marin in Mill Valley and there was a man there who seems familiar, so he's probably been there for many years. We were passing through and, uh, and Ella wanted to give him something and I was thinking I want to give him something and and funny enough Mats was pumping gas and he went and gave him something we didn't have much on us actually and but we do keep some things in the golf compartment for people and Ella wanted to give him um, her apple strawberry sauce it wasn't much but in that moment we weren't prepared in the past we would have things often at this time of year and we just kind of got a little um you know, in a whoosh, because we had a lot of uh, activities going on and illness for the last two months. Whew, you know, we had a really healthy year, so I'm thankful for that. But looking back at the past, and so I'm, I'm mentioning this because, you know, in the past we gave in different ways, um, physically going to places, and we may do that if our health upswings, but we don't want to pass on that gift of, you know, ill health. Uh, so, you know, we did it in this small way of, and we said, thank you. And we wish you well. And then what happens is three seconds later, the guy stops us and Matza's like, oh gosh, what's happening? You know, and, and he, you know, saw that Matza had forgotten to put, he was so focused on wanting to give him something that he, he forgot to close the gas cap and close the door. And so the guy ran up and he did that. And that was beautiful because in a way that allowed him energetically to give in exchange, you know, to, to complete the circle. Because the thing is that while people ask for money or they ask for support, there is always this feeling of something being incomplete energetically. And it doesn't always have to happen with the people who gave to you. It often can happen with somebody else because that other person has to be ready to receive as well. But I get that. I get that. I, you know, we were watching Billions recently and and I was thinking there was a conversation about how this woman is always transactional. You know, like it has to be like, I give to you and you give to me or vice versa. And I realized that that definitely happens with me. I, I also feel like I need to complete that circle and sometimes too quickly for other people's comfort. So, you know, if I ask for support, it's very challenging. Uh, it's challenging for me. And yet not everybody would realize that, but it's a practice I'm working on. So I'll ask for support, but at the same time, I'm often, often offering support. 
So it's, it becomes a little transactional. So recently somebody offered support incredibly beautifully and it was something simple for her, actually helped her. I found out later in the end it helped her also, um, which was wonderful. Yet I, I had this inclination to, okay, I, I'll come tomorrow and pick up your child and um, thank you for picking up mine and, you know, like that there has to be the completion right away and, and she was just like, no, just, it's fine. No, not this week. And I keep saying like, let us do, let us help and that day will come. But in this moment it was, you know, let us just receive, you know, and, and then sometimes the pay thing, it pays it forward, you know, so then it ends up you know, we give to someone else who needed it that week. And it all balances out. And I think we need to remember that sometimes, that sometimes it's important to allow people to give. And other times, like with this guy at the gas station, you know, there was an opportunity that presented itself, probably because that's what he needed without realizing it. But, it, you know, that it, it allowed a peace inside of that, that giving moment, even though it wasn't like we gave him a car or, a, you know, sleeping bag in a home or something. But at least it's that energetic exchange. And I know that when I was working with a Reiki teacher, that was a conversation in there when I was doing more energy work with people. Now it's only occasional, but uh, it's that importance of energy exchange, even if it's somebody making you a cup of tea. It's not always about money and things, but it's about an energetic exchange. And so... Uh, remember that too, you know, so that this woman, for example, I have been doing better at encouraging her or, you know, saying, hey, we're here, or if you need somebody, maybe that's what she needs is not actually having me drive her child as much as, hey, I'm here if you need it. Maybe that's enough for now. And then later it will be something else. And remembering that everybody has their different levels of acceptance and, you know, yeses and nos. So I'm curious for you with your own practice of receiving and giving. Is it transactional? Do you always feel there needs to be something that, you know, is balanced on the other side? Or are you able to receive? How comfortable is that for you? How does it feel to support someone else? Is there someone close by? that you could give some support right now. This year, time of year, we're thinking about it, but we're also thinking about it at other times of the year. We have a neighbor who's not doing super well, but at the same time, she's incredibly generous. And uh, it's a very reminder, very reminder, very good reminder and inspiration that here is somebody whose you know, health is suffering and yet still manages to give to us all the time. And we, you know, have our hand up as well for if she needs to move something physically or if we can be there for a delivery or whatever it is. Uh, that feels neighborly. That feels like the way it used to be. Uh, and that's really important to me. Like when we're talking about the past versus now, as we were talking about recently, that's... Uh, that giving is important and it looks different at different points in time depending on the load that you have or how overwhelmed or how abundant you're feeling. Of course, when we're feeling overflow, that is the best time to give because then you're not depleting yourself. At the Inside of that, sometimes when you feel like over and over, if you don't have that much 
to give or you're overwhelmed or life isn't slowing down. There's still an importance in both receiving and giving slash supporting. It's important to the soul. And yet it looks different for everybody. For some people, it's writing a check. That's what's possible. For other people, it's making things for people, whether it's food or something else. For others, it's showing up and helping move a table or sending a text message or a call out there saying, I'm thinking about you, you matter. It does, it makes a difference. It makes a difference. All those things make a difference. And then you have your unique twist to that, whatever it is. Maybe you do something that brings you joy. I love baking. And so you could double down. You know me and my double do's, multi-do's. This is so wonderful because we've been talking about this throughout the month, this last month, about doing what brings you joy, especially in, the, in a time where it's getting darker here in the Northern Hemisphere or wherever you are, the holiday season can be very intense with school and obligations or parties and various things that you need to do. There's that feeling of the end of the year. So taking a moment and what is it that you love doing? You know, I talked about baking. Baking brings me joy. There's maybe a connection with my grandmother, my mother, great-grandmother. There was like a tradition of, of coming together and creating traditional food, which in, you know, my family, there were a full range of things, but my mother really was focused on the baking part. You know, she loved the sweet things, the baking of things. And so there was that connection with her. And I did that in Prague because it was so darn cold. I, uh, I needed something to bring joy and to pass that on to people. And so I would bake and then I would give it to the secretaries at the school, at the international school when I was doing some work there or, you know, colleagues when I was doing coaching and I didn't necessarily bring it into <laughs> big four or something like that. Uh, you know, with, like, Hey, I'm here to do a $3,000 training and here's some cookies. That's not really what I would do, but, but, you know, inside the, the smaller circles for sure. But, uh, now, you know, we're in this community and I realized like, Oh, I could be bringing that to our, our, uh, people at the office, they would love that. They do love that. And not always sweet things, but things that we're making, sharing that, echoing that forward to neighbors. What is it that you enjoy doing? Now I'm getting into a lot of crochet things. So there'll be a little bit of that. You may have been seeing, maybe I'm popping it up on social media. We'll see. Uh, and you know, what is it for you? Maybe it's making soup and you make a little extra. I'm going to make a quiche this week. And I definitely share that with neighbor because I never, I can never eat a whole quiche on my own um, with my family even. Like we kind of like, you know, <laughs> you eat part of it and then you get tired of it. You want to do something else. Perfect. Why don't you pass that on to someone else who can enjoy it? Uh, yeah. So what is it for you? And uh, doesn't have to be, you know, a new iPad or whatever it is that you feel the shoulds are in your family. Let's see what it is and echo that out. All right. That is it about giving and receiving. Find your ways to both give and receive in a peaceful way that works for you. Not a should, not how anybody else says, not how I'm saying, uh, but what is right for you as a person. There's something very powerful in that. I wish you a beautifully imperfect week. And here we are soon rounding out the year. What an incredible year it's been together. What a wave of many intense things good things, um, positive, dark, shadowed, 
intense. All of it is here and coming. And uh, I'm thankful to be here with you wherever you are in the world, uh, following, subscribing, and definitely jump down in the description if there's something that you're searching for or you'd like to explore. And let's get in conversation. All right. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into our Imperfect Parenting Podcast. We hope you found some valuable insights and tips to help you navigate the challenges of parenting, your path, and accessing joy and health. Remember, it's okay to make mistakes and take time for self-care. If you'd like to connect with us, jump onto Instagram at IP underscore parenting or Ariel Green Anderson on both TikTok and Instagram for fertility. If you're interested in learning more about anything you heard on this episode, be sure to check out our podcast description where you'll find resources for parenting, creating success in work and life, and even fertility, including a couple of free meditations, which I just had a lot of fun creating from the heart. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd be grateful if you'd share it with just even one person that you think might benefit from it. And if you want to throw out a thank you and support this journey and this podcast, please consider clicking the link in the description that says thank you. And, uh, you know, we're going to put a little shout out to you every month around the 9th on our social media, just with a collage and uh, a little hey to you. Remember, it's okay to embrace imperfection and prioritize self-care. We hope you have a beautifully imperfect day out there. Thank you so much for listening.